0: Coming to you live from World Championship in San Jose, welcome to the Living Legends Podcast.
1: This episode of the Living Legends Podcast is brought to you by The Banished Zone. And on Saturday, the 12th of August, from 1pm through to 8pm, they're going to be running a skirmish season event. Blitz brings you a first chance to take those new cards from Dust Till Dawn out for a test drive. And they're also fantastic for getting amongst your local community for some great games. So go check out the Banish Zone for all of your geeky needs. Let's get to the podcast.
0: One one thing that I noticed while recording the video that I did yesterday, which I did like immediately after seeing the announcement, I skimmed through it really quickly just to make sure that I knew like the, the the hook, right? The hook was like all mech set. Um and then i just read went through the article and gave everyone my first opinions and we watched the trailer and everything trailer is really good by the way and um when i got to the the so i saw the the um, i can't remember what they're calling it but yeah basically the the the, the smash up or the uh jump start kind of thing where you just shuffle up the packs and you go uh i saw that and then i saw the expansion slot and i'm just thinking to myself and i'm like wow they're doing a lot of like magic the gathering stuff huh because this expansion yeah. slot sounds like the list and this smash of things <laughs> sounds like jumpstart. I'm like, hmm, this is very Magic the Gathering E. Um. I'm not saying that as a negative, I'm not saying that as a critique. I'm just pointing out kind of the obvious, I guess. Um
2: Yeah. Mm. And like again, like I said, like it is something that magic has done, but also I think it's a good thing that Magic did. Um like I think that it's something that ended up being a net positive so oh, jump, of jump all of the things yeah oh jumpstart! like of all of ass, the things dude. that they could have uh like not necessarily plagiarized but anything that they could have gotten um uh inspiration from uh i think of all the things right now that i especially have opinions on about magic this was the best possible one
0: <laughs> yeah i'm not even yeah. lying uh the actual jumpstart i'm not going to talk about the the crap jumpstart because there's crap jumpstart and then there's good jumpstart. The the actual yeah, good it's jumpstart, like
2: the new jumpstart, but
0: yeah, yeah, like the the ones that are like per set are the crappy ones, and then there's like the yep. the individual jumpstart. So the original jumpstart and then like the second one that they did um, are both great, and they're both magic products that actually like wouldn't mind buying which is saying a lot for me these days because i don't really buy magic products and why i would buy them is because i'd buy them and i would just kind of like sit have them in my game room sealed or maybe open with the with the pack still sealed um and then when friends come over my brother comes over i'm like hey man you want to play some jump start i just have some things like he doesn't need any cards like you don't need to bring anything it's just and i have them already Here you go let's play um so yeah
1: I think they needed to introduce more things like this as well from like a, a new player casual per- perspective of something they can just pick up. Uh, crack shuffle and play, they call it. I'm looking at the article mm-hmm. now, I'm just skimming skimming through it in preparation for this. I don't know whether we're recording right now.
0: We we are recording, hello. Uh um... oh, fantastic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. Let's just jump let's just jump straight into this then. Welcome back to yeah. Living Legends Podcast. Well, well. I-, I am not your host for today, so I'm just gonna throw it over to whoever <laughs> is.
2: <laughs> uh I William. believe that it is me so hello and good morning these usually come out in the morning uh folks yeah. everybody who uh, who has decided to join us and listen to our thoughts today? Welcome uh, mm. to the Living Legends podcast, your one-stop shop for everything flesh and blood related. Uh, I am Bill from the Spike Feeders and from the Living Legends podcast. Uh, mm. And joining me today are my two ever lovely co-hosts. Uh, we have let's go alphabetically as from Go Again Gaming.
1: Yeah, thank you very much for joining us today. We have got a few things to to speak about, uh, both in this week in flab, in oh, this week in flab, this week in fab, because <laughs> uh, I've been i doing some stuff this week which we can we can touch on, but also the article that was released again because we're, re- we're recording this on a Tuesday, something that's actually hot topic right now, which we're going to mm. go into. But yeah, should should be good fun.
2: Yeah, as people might refer to it, meta relevant that's, that's what we're all about here. Yeah, uh yeah. but of course it's not just myself and as we also have kel the the uh, irreplaceable i was about to say irredeemable <laughs> maybe maybe kel.
0: both i don't know.
2: We have kel from red zone Road. Irredeable. how are you doing
0: why not both um how's it going how's it going everyone i don't know what i've done but um i'm i'm uh Looking forward to talking about some Flesh and Blood today and Flesh and Blood adjacent things, I suppose. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. The uh, the The new set, Bright Lights, is very interesting. And uh, Bill and I were talking about uh, this beforehand. But I do have a little bit of some concerns. Overall, I, I'm very excited for the set for many, many reasons. But I do have like a couple concerns that um, I, I wouldn't say they're active worries now. They're just things that we should keep an eye on, basically, I think. Mm-hmm. I think. So, uh, look forward to it.
2: Yeah. And that's, and that's sort of stuff that we've mentioned before. Obviously we, we, we obviously love flesh and blood, all of us, but, uh, sometimes when you love something, uh, constructive criticism is something that happens. So, um, and that will always happen as well because they're doing another sort of thing that Brian Gottlieb actually, uh, sort of alluded to when we had him on the, on the podcast, um, that they're just trying new stuff constantly.
0: Uh, And this is
2: a shining example of them trying something totally new. And I do think there are hits, and I do think there are some potential worries that, um, you know, just are worth looking out for, uh, as as Kel sort of mentioned. But um, Mm. with all that being said, uh, let's actually just start off with uh, This Week in Fab, because Az has uh, quite a bit of stuff that he has gotten up to recently, and I'd love to hear more about it
1: that's right yeah so um so this so this week was the first ever uk calling um so uh it was it was really really good put on by living realms the organisation of it was great a lot of people that were there that weren't english uh, and were visiting were sort of in high spirits and high praises of the organisation of the event and how it was run and how smooth it was and yeah it, it was it was awesome and i think i did fairly well for uh, my first ever calling experience um but yeah absolutely loved it i've got a vlog uploading as we speak so when this actually comes live on wednesday it'll probably be out or will be out on the same day as this so once you've watched this, or listen to this, go over to Go Again Gaming because the Vlog will be there. It is rated 18 because
2: lots of swearing, but it's all good fun. I did see uh, you, you did keep us posted with a few uh, pictures, and some of them had you imbibing in potentially restricted beverages. Oh, so, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's definitely, right. Definitely going to be a good time. <laughs> I yeah, mean, it was awesome.
0: Those are all the pictures, right? I remember from from Worlds, As and I took some like pictures <laughs> or videos, and we were like pretty drunk. Sent them to Bill, so you know.
2: Yes, yeah. yes. Oh. Yeah, just, to, just to make sure, I, I felt as much FOMO as possible. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> well, we just um, wanted
0: to let to let you know we were thinking of you. Like you were there, you were I'm there wrong. in spirit. Um, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I, well, something that'll be nice about that actually is uh, the next time there's a large event, I won't have to feel left out because the living legend podcast is going to be going to worlds baby worlds in barcelona november something uh 18th uh some,
1: something like that yeah some, 17th
2: 18th 19th, yeah, sometime maybe.
0: before thanksgiving some, no. yeah
2: yeah no it's yeah. 17th 18th and 19th i believe so yeah we are going to be there uh so if you spot us anywhere um don't Mm -hmm. run up to me too quickly i startle easily and i might cry um (laughs) (laughs) no but if you do Uh, if you do see us there uh please please uh feel free to come up to us and say hi um at least for me i don't want to speak for the other guys but i'm sure all of us would be really really willing to to say hi to everybody who's uh a fan and been supporting mm -hmm. us all this time
0: it's become part of the flesh and blood uh tournament experience for me um I didn't mm-hmm. think many people would recognize me when I went to my first one, and it turns out maybe it's just because I'm very recognizable. I'm not a small guy, I have like <laughs> long hair and i'm so like I'm, it's I'm pretty recognizable, I guess, but people stopped me a lot at the first event, and I was pretty like shocked- not to say shocked, but I was like I was very surprised by it um so yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, circling it yeah, well, back so. round to the calling as well. That's that was a quite a mm. nice experience for me. Was mm. uh, was people knowing who you know who I was to a certain degree, and people come up coming up and saying, "Oh, I like your like your content." Oh, there's the Azalea cult. You know, all these you know loads of people in the crowd as well that are fans of Azalea and all that all that good stuff. Um, and that's what I was running at the weekend. Obviously, Azalea, and I started off really well. I was actually two and zero to yeah. start with. I was going to ask um, you about
0: this. I saw you. I was gonna. I didn't want to bury the lead, but I, I, I saw you uh, if you want to explain.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so yeah, I actually appeared on the calling stream as well, which was hosted by yeah. Tabletop24. Commentators were push the point. Great English podcast. You know, they did a great job. And I uh, you know how hard that is, casting a 12-hour long event. Well, it was over two days, obviously, so they had a much, yeah. much bigger job. Um mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so I, I was t- I was two and o, so My first round was against uh, was against Riptide, actually, funnily enough. And I was actually quite scared of Riptide because everything I was doing, they were just blocking essentially. And then they really yeah. had this really strange list, and they were pinging me for one. I was like, well, am I actually ever going to get through? I was using loads of my arrows, and I just thought I'm not going to be able to do this. I don't think. But luckily, I was using. I managed to use Codex in a way where it was actually because obviously codex strips away their defensive capabilities by making them discard a card, right? Mm-hmm. So I actually was actually using codex even though my my arsenal was 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 already had something in it. I was using codex just for to strip a card from their hands so they couldn't mm-hmm. defend as much. Um so I was using codex in that way to ultimately get more damage through and then using dominate and all this sort of thing to get the win on the first round.
2: Nice. Uh,
1: which was which was good. Uh, and the second round was um against uh second round was against Bravo, mm. uh which was I actually I actually just steamrolled the Bravo. I just managed to get my my big effects through quicker than they could. Um and I ran perch grapplers in this game as well. Uh and I was I think I threw away my skullbone cross wrap and my perch grapplers on turn two. In order to stop a spinal crush, which would—if that would have hit me—I would have lost essentially, because they would have, would have just been able to rick roll me the entire time afterwards. Um, but yeah, that, that I beat uh, Liam Holden, who is very, very well known in the UK for being a consistent top eight competitor. Um, so I was happy to happy to get the win on that. Uh, nice. So That will put me put me in, into two zero, and then uh, went on from there, went on to stream against Alexi um and this is where it crumbled a bit because being on stream no matter how much content you do no matter how much stuff you you know you put out there and and that being live on camera being watched by you know hundreds of people you know even though it was quite early on in the tournament still can be quite nerve-wracking and as a result of that you want to just play your turn and what what happens when you just want to play your turn you start doing stuff oh i missed tunic i've done that twice on stream i missed the tunic trigger because i just wanted to get on with my turn um so uh yeah nerves get to anybody still even you know even even though we make content all the time and we you know we're in front we're public speaking and all this being in the moment is still especially when you're playing at that level can be quite nerve-wracking and therefore you make mistakes yeah um so I yeah, ultimately lost that one and went two one. Then I lost the. Then I won the next one, which was th- so I was three uh, one. I won against Bolton, which was fairly easy. Um, <laughs> just just managed to do better things. Poor Bolton. And then uh, poor Bolton. Then I lost against my so I went three two. And then my last game was against Azuri, and this was my chance to carry on to potentially get to day two. And I lost by taking a massive gamble at the end, which I probably shouldn't have done. But anyway, I'm just I'm just rambling now. All of this will be on the next episode of the Azalea cult, which I did with Jim. Jim was there, found TCG cards. It's the third time I've seen no, the second time I've seen him this year. Uh, even though he's not based in the UK. Uh um, yeah, no. so he did <laughs> So it's funny. So we did a little recap video on uh, on on my matchups and his experience with other Azalea gameplay in side events because you also did a lot more other things um but yeah yeah we can get onto the main topic but i just thought i'd ramble about the about the calling and stuff but yeah that's that's all going to be on the azalea cult and go again gaming the full breakdown and stuff but i just wanted to let you guys know as well and everybody else listening um nice. the general gist of it but yeah it was really 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 fun awesome, it's though, got yeah. me it's got me the it's got it's got Got me having the itch for more competitive gameplay.
0: Oh um, this is as is pro arc. <laughs>
2: uh oh.
1: <laughs> so um, so yeah, it's gonna be gonna be fun. I know I know, I know Worlds is not gonna be what you know. I'm not gonna be playing. not gonna be playing in the main event at Worlds. But I have been looking at uh, a few other battle hardens towards the latter end of the year, which are easy for me to get to, like uh, Belgium, for instance. Mm. Ooh, Belgium is be so great. I'm, yeah, so I'm looking at doing that, potentially the week after Worlds, so that's the week after the weekend after the Worlds weekend, so I might be doing that as well, potentially and that's all CC all weekend Um, so you've got Super Armoury, which is CC Battle Harden CC, and then PTI event after that, CC so that, that looks like a cracking weekend for what I enjoy about FAB, and that's just pure CC, but anyway um just loving life on a on a bit of a high and that's why I was a little bit late to the podcast today, because uh I was asleep on the sofa because as you'll see on the vlog video, my room was a lounge and I had no bed. I was sleeping on the sofa the whole Ooh, the whole time. That's right. Um so uh it wasn't like a pull out sofa or anything, it was just a sofa which I was sleeping on. So it wasn't like a like a sofa bed or anything. Um but luckily, the Airbnb that we've got booked for worlds does have three rooms, all with beds in. That's good. <laughs> so, so we're okay for that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, great, great time, great week in flesh and blood, and still on a little bit of a come down from the high of it all. Um, so, uh, so yeah, good stuff, really.
0: You're gonna have to rebrand your channel to Pro Again Gaming.
1: Yeah, that's right.
2: Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pro again. Pro yeah. again,
0: gaming. Um, yeah, m- yeah, my weekend, Flesh and Blood is uh, literally basically centered around talking about uh, Bright Lights, um, which we'll get to the main bulk of the conversation today. My weekend was spent yeah, doing yeah. casting and coverage for a different game uh, for the mm-hmm. regionals for uh, a game called Grand Archive. So um, didn't really do much Flesh and Blood this weekend until the news dropped literally yesterday. And I was like, oh. Emergency <laughs> video. And I ran ran up to my studio to do an emergency video and test out my new webcam. Um so that's that's mm. flesh of blood for me for the week, basically.
1: Was that what was that what we're seeing you on now, is it? The new webcam.
0: Yeah, I got I got a I got a oh. very, very nice new webcam. Um it shoots in four K, though I think since we're in Discord, it auto sizes it yeah. down a little bit. I was showing Bill um well, I'm not gonna mess with it now, but it. Well, maybe I will. For the for the the visual viewers out there, it has face tracking software and like a robotic thing. What? Well, like, look, look, watch.
1: Oh, I see. So, yeah, so it track it tracks where you're going. Oh, yeah, cool. it physically like yeah. moves
0: around. Um. Oh, so it's, wow. it's it's pretty nice, though. I don't want it to do that. I actually want it to go where I set tell it to go. But um. Yeah. New pretty webcam. Smart. Some stuff.
2: Yeah. How about you, Bill? My, uh, my week in Flesh and Blood has not been a, a week in Flesh and Blood. Um, <laughs> I had to uh, impromptu look after uh, three separate people's cats this weekend. Oh, yes. um So most of my weekend was uh, just kind of running back and forth between those. Um, but I did secure a line on. Uh, a couple extra cards that I needed for uh my eventual Ooh. collection for Dusk Tildon. Um I what did I buy? I got uh a Action. cold foil um scowling flesh bag, because I think Ooh. that card is crazy and I won't stop saying it ever. Um yep. and then locally there was a player that had a few things for sale that he was just gonna sell to an LGS. Um, but I was sitting right next to him and I was looking over. I was like, hey. You getting rid of those? He's like, yeah. I'm like, maybe don't for a second. Uh, oh, foil warmongers. I decided to open I up my... off his bling. I,
0: I decided to open up the final two boxes that were just sitting on my desk last night, just while Robin was playing Diablo 4. And I, I was looking... Th- I'm like, God, this box... I was just complaining to Robin about the, the pull rates. I'm like, this box is stinky, stinky duty butts. I literally said stinky duty butts. And I'm like, uh-huh. oh, wait, no, I lied. I pulled two warmongers in the same pack um foil and then not foil i'm like okay this box is good now, <laughs> oh, <laughs> now for, I, I went from having not not a playset to having an actual playset. set so woo. um i don't have to buy these now which is great i still have to buy and this is just kind of annoying even though it's a really cheap card i still have to buy more sensor because i've only pulled two of them in like the elusive yeah yeah
2: um, i think i only have I, I think I still only have one of those as well. I'm not in that much of a hurry okay. for those, but, um, but yeah, the other two. Th- the I got four other things. I got one of each of the red and yellow uh, extended art widespreads. It's uh, ruin and destruction i i
0: never pulled Um, the red one i still don't have a single copy of the red one
2: i have i think one non foil um but that's about it yeah uh and then i have zero of the regular blue but one extended art blue so right um yeah and then uh also uh the marvel uh figment of uh rebirth and judgment i think of the two there uh I,
0: i i have the rebirth one which is really nice yeah it's pretty
2: yeah it's the 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 front art is incredible for rebirth um mr actually just phenomenal mr klug um yeah Uh, that was the uh
1: the rebirth was the the mat for calling birmingham wasn't it the herald of rebirth was the was the mat
2: yeah i think it was um but yeah the whatever they did with the cold foiling i think we mentioned that like they must have done something different because it, it looks significantly different, but like in a good way. Yeah. Um Rebirth like really highlights it. It looks so nice. Uh I also still need one of them's. He's uh Kel's holding up an extended art empyrean rapture. Oh, there you um, go.
0: Look at that. Oh.
2: Yeah. That's so like, nice. Just
1: incredible. Well, people should tune in for the video version because Kel's camera is on fire, baby. I could see literally yeah. the web the webcam in the reflection of the cold yeah. boiling. It's ridiculous. Um <laughs> My oh, man, Dust Till Dawn cards. I'm just want to say one more thing about the calling Birmingham again. Yeah, what i on that high. the Warmon- warmonger's diplomacy lost me again. That just that one card. I was play- I was playing against. I was playing against Dromai. I had all the gas. I'm fairly confident with that matchup now. And then suddenly they had back to back warmonger's diplomacy turns and I could do nothing against it. Two in a row. I... Um so I hate it.
0: Yeah, so God. I was only gonna put sensor in my Uziri deck, but I'm also gonna put a full playset of Warmongers in my Uziri deck because yeah. um it's just, Ridiculous. Really, it's just really good and it's a blue and it blocks yeah. for three. And I, I think what's interesting about it is that yeah, it definitely shuts down some, some classes like Rune Blades and Rangers, particularly Azalea. Um yeah. but what I have seen is that it's caused some other classes. Uh, to kind of get a little resurgence. I I've seen some ninjas kind of like get back into it, right? Uh, um, oh yeah. there was like a 5 Actually, that almost got to top eight. I think, I think they bubbled out on top eight. Um, at another mm-hmm. recent event. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. Um, I don't. Yeah. I'm like I'm not sure how I feel about it. I I don't think I hate it as much as a lot of people do. Um, I've seen a lot of people like really hate on it, but um, I think it's a it's yes. a interesting case study right
1: yeah i mean it's it's single it single-handedly single-handed me caught caused me to lose the game against dromai uh, because they had two back-to-back ones yeah and there was nothing that, there was nothing i could do i had a buff stuck in my arsenal so i couldn't get it out of there i couldn't play it uh, i could have well, i could have chosen peace but i still had stuff to attack with like a rabble for ended up coming in for two because i revealed a blue on top which was great <laughs> <Oof>. um <laughs> So, so yeah it's just it's a crazy card because they could still do dromai things they could still create dragons and then play the warmongers play dragons then play the warmongers so they just got them straight back into it um but yeah, yeah it's, the same, it's the same with the calling birmingham as well there was a Fi that was ninth but didn't make it into the top into the top eight um george roger i think was playing Phi. but there was i think there was a few a few katsu's in the top eight as well i think um which are obviously using it because it's a blue block, a blue block three zero cost, isn't yeah. it? So it can do still do the Kodachi stuff, and they just prey upon the dragons, don't they? Or the Ashwings, the Kodachis. So I guess mm. they're good into Dromai. but
0: yeah, but it's, yeah. It, it yeah. Like I said, it's it's really interesting how what it's done because, like, obviously, mm. like Azalea into Dromai, it's, it's it's a a little bit of a you know tough matchup it can be. But yeah. the, but then you have the ninjas now who can like prey on the Dromais. And yep. you as Azalea, I think I think you're pretty good against the ninjas, right? Because they don't very they don't block super well, and also like Red in the Ledger just dunks them so hard. Um, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I was playing some games over the weekend with uh, someone in the Airbnb who had brought Katsu, and the, the trick is to literally just block as much as you can until you find your Red in the Ledger, and then you fire that, yep. and then you get you either get them blocking or it hits them, and then they take a turn off, and then you just rick roll them afterwards. Um, so. Uh, never going
0: to give him up yeah
2: never going to give it up no <laughs> <laughs> sweet but yeah well, it's the, the way that people are talking about warmongers diplomacy it just um makes me feel like people don't remember what it's like to uh, be on the receiving end of a multi-turn channel frigid. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, like frigid oh yeah. is is it is it that far removed already am i that much of a boomer <laughs> <laughs> I uh, like, oh, Yeah, I, I mean
0: uh, Yeah. I, think... I
2: I went on an absolute tear on uh the last set of skirmishes that I played in and I was playing Chain and I was completely undefeated. This is like when Icelander was still a thing. Uh just like shredded every single one of them. Um got to the the top table, it was the the finals, uh went in undefeated against an Icelander that I had beaten previously, mm. um, but because the top played against them again. And they landed a turn one channel like frigid that they were able to keep around for three turns.
1: Oh yeah, Um, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yes, Is chain? Is is your chain
1: uh, typical? I don't haven't really experienced chain too much, but is it typically mainly reds? Is it as well? Um, Chain?
2: No, you you still have like your decent utility blues um, because most of the time you want to do like one or two things into thorn. Um, so you're not right. completely redline, but like if you have to start paying one for, um, you know, things like Shadow of Urser or yeah. uh, you like All your right. only buff on your turn is a Howl from Beyond and you have to pay four for it, like you're that you're mm. done. That's it's it's yeah. too much on top of what you already have to do. Um, so you have which, some yeah, pretty. You
0: have some pretty good blues. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't want to cut you off.
2: Yeah, yeah, no. It's uh, like the the deck has good blues, uh, and I was like doing a pretty decent job of of like attempting to play through it, but it was just so much that I had to I had to run through. I, I ended up paying pretty much probably more than double the resources that I would have ne- uh, normally had to if there wasn't a channel like Frigid. So <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I mean, comparing yeah. the two, like comparing Warmongers and Channel, I think. As an azalea Azalea death dealer player, as long as you can, as long as you've got a blue in hand, you can normally get round the cost of the extra stuff because you're drawing another card afterwards Mm -hmm. uh, after you've done the thing. So you can normally still do a two-card buff and shot, even with still the minimal stuff um, if you've got a blue and that. So uh, with with, whereas with more warmongers, you just do nothing essentially.
0: Yeah, Um, you're just like you don't have that option (laughs) at all. No, like, Lake Frigid punishes go wide decks much more. Like, uh, yeah, from like from yeah. like a ninja standpoint, Lexi standpoint, any deck that wants to go really really wide, Lake Frigid is brutal. Like, ab- absolutely mm-hmm. brutal. It makes it so like your four, you know, four card attack is now like a two card attack, um, kind of thing.
1: that's no, that's very true. Yeah, because yeah, because. Again, speaking from you know our various different experiences, Azalea can do more with less cards whereas if you're if you're going wide that again you're like you said the ch- the channel is taxing you more, isn't it because you're mm-hmm. you the the more cards you play the the more damage it does, whereas it doesn't happen with other classes, so yeah, it definitely makes sense
2: but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Well. Exactly. absolutely, but um with all of that sort of mm-hmm. uh being said we do have something very interesting to discuss today uh yeah. speaking of i was trying to figure out what a good segue for this would be speaking of go wide heroes oh yeah
1: i would not even very much
2: con- consider like dash, dash to be a go wide hero uh and <laughs> dash for the first time basically ever um is getting an actual uh dedicated supplemental I guess not a supplemental set, because I think this is technically a mainline set. Mm, um yeah. but uh a support set. Um she's obviously and and Mechanologist as a whole, has seen uh, you know, some amount of stuff. Obviously, they debuted in Arcane Rising. Uh they got some amount of support in uh Crucible of War, they got some amount of support in Everfest, uh, but never in sort of like a main set capacity. And uh, the way that they're correcting for that is making a set that is entirely Mechanologist. Uh, wow. It's uh, For me, I'm personally kind of scared because uh, something that Cal and I were kind of mentioning previously uh, just before we started recording is Dash has sort of always been a good deck. Like, yeah. maybe not the deck that continuously tops tournaments or whatever, but even though it hasn't gotten an official mainline set... People still fear Dash. People still hate yeah. um seeing, you know, um uh, a bunch of pistols coming at them all at the same time. Um I freaking hate uh TecloPounder. <laughs> Ooh, Teclo Pounder <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Um,
0: da- Dash is a top five living legend point hero. Period. Mm-hmm. It's more than I think Dash has more than Lexi. Dash is a top five hero and has had minimal like support, which is insane like mm-hmm.
1: dash has won callings as well right in like asia oh, and singapore m- multiple, multiple well. callings
0: yeah back back in the day dash was like a menace like in mm-hmm. the um arcane rising and um crucible of war like era dash was like top tier deck it was like the deck yeah. to beat so yeah, yeah it's. so
2: i'm i'm kind of scared from that uh standpoint uh, i think that dash is already very good so yes. her getting this much support and also just Tech uh, Mechanologist as a whole um, getting this like s- sudden and large influx of cards uh, I think is going to be uh, definitely interesting. I have no idea what in total it's going to look like, but I don't think it's a stretch to say that uh, Mechanologist is going to be something to really keep an eye out for and uh potentially fear coming into these these next few uh next few competitive seasons so um yeah uh so let us just do a quick rundown of what bright lights sort of is what the big uh pieces of it are um, so as I mentioned, it's um, as far as I can tell, it's a it's a mainline set. It's not a supplemental yes. set. It is a draft um, set, a
0: limited set, I should say.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a limited set. Um, it is entirely Mechanologist. They're printing potentially three, or they are printing three new heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, we know of one of them currently, which is uh, Techlovson. Tek- um I have him on the screen right and, here. Look
0: at him. Look at him. Ooh. Yeah. He. Uh, uh,
2: you see, the, yeah. You see him there? Yeah. Nice.
0: He's a um,
2: interesting card.
0: Here, I'm gonna make him larger so people can read it. So um, our faces are gonna be blanked out for a second. But um, what I think is super cool about him is that uh, he actually has an ability. Unlike Dash, whose ability is grab a mm-hmm. grab an item, this dude has like a le- like two legit abilities. One of them includes the words draw a card. So. Um, uh I think this guy might be good. I don't know. I don't know. He says draw card on yeah. him, which is pretty good.
2: Yeah, so uh for those of you who are not tuned in uh to the video stream, uh Teklavasen, uh who is also uh Teklavasen esteemed magnate, uh is a mechanologist hero, comes in old and young, uh for intellect 20 slash forty health. And his effect does require a little bit of uh additional context, but I'll just say it out here. Uh, his effect is you may play evos from your banished zone. Uh, And then once per turn for three resources, you may play your next evo this turn as though it were an instant. When you do, draw a card. Uh, So obviously very good, depending on what evos are. Um, And we do have an example of one evo. I don't know if Kel can also bring that up for our uh, visual viewers, but for everyone else, I will that will take me uh, just
0: a second. I, I, caught, I have a, I had an image of Teclovasma, awesome, but not the Evos, but I can get them real quickly. So, uh,
2: yeah.
0: One moment, um, and we'll get them on, on board here.
2: But yeah, so basically, without going into what uh, the current one that we have available to us is, um, it's called, uh, or Evos are a type of equipment, uh, a new type of equipment. Um, actually, hang on a sec.
0: <laughs> well, they are sort of a new type of equipment well, we'll just wait till isn't, isn't... we'll wait till yeah, Bill yeah. comes back I didn't, I didn't realize he was gone because I was I have um, the uh, website pulled <laughs> up as I'm copying the the images down into here uh, so I'm going to pull up Evos, I'm going to pull up the giant mech suit, I'm going to pull up the uh the proto equipment as well Mm-hmm.
1: Um, make a note of it so it's easier to find. Just have a look at them, maybe write the the OBS minute down where we stop
0: <laughs> or, or or we, could, or we could just leave it in.
1: <laughs> or we could just leave it in. Yeah, we'll just, leave we'll, it in. We'll
0: just talk. We'll, hey, uh, hey, how you going, man? Um, <laughs> Proto base. Uh. Technology. But yeah, I mean,
1: um, obviously we don't we don't know. We can just jump straight back into it. We don't know what, uh, or we, there's a few examples which we're going to bring up in a moment in real time. Um, but the, the flavor text here is crank it up. Uh, metrics in the age of steam and energy source. Um, is in the age of steam and energy source, mechanologist heroes mainline to power up their gadgets, gizmos and equipment in their race to build the city of tomorrow. The new crank mechanic makes items more playable than ever with, uh, and with 30 items in the set, bright lights is geared up to be, uh, to get your cog spinning. Um, so a lot of people have sort of uh, looked at, looked upon this and thought, Oh, power up their gadgets, gizmos and equipment. So I imagine it's a way of doing a Voltrony thing, right? And just, building up your equipments to do better things over time. So the more time you have to build them up, the harder it is to deal with and interact with as time goes on. Um, So that kind of makes sense with the powering up and all that sort of stuff.
0: Well, they literally say someplace in the Flesh and Blood article that uh, build the mech suit of your dreams is one of the things. Oh, they do yeah so like what what it is fundamentally is here i'll pull one up real quick is you have base equipment that more or less doesn't do anything you have one that are the proto base equipment that literally have no stats but you just get them in limited formats it's just a thing that you get um they don't they don't do anything except for you upgrade them into other things um they're is a promo card. I don't know the actual rarity of it. Probably, like, common or rare or something like that. That is the Teclo base, which is basically the same thing. Doesn't do anything, but it has block one and blade break. So it's kind of that's like right. uh, Iron Rot, but you can upgrade it into stuff because they all have that. Uh, I'll make it bigger here. They all have base on it. So this one says Mech Equipment Base Head. Uh, so I'm showing everyone the Teclo Base Head, which is the promo. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, that, that's kind of like the the quick and dirty of that without
2: going into yeah extremely interesting um that there's this new just set of equipment that uh can almost adapt to the game state as it were um Mm -hmm. obviously dependent on whether or not you actually see the individual uh evos that you want to uh that you want to work with but uh something that is obviously quite nice as i sort of mentioned with uh Um, the evos are what you can put on top of your, uh, base pieces and, uh, allows you to play them from Banish, uh, or sorry. Yeah. You may play evos from your Banish zone. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. um, so if you, you know, if you boost one away, um, you've obviously gotten the value off of the boost and then, uh, allows you to then gain the additional value of basically treating it as though it was in your hand, as long as you can pay the three resources for it. which, yeah. based on the one that they have shown us, which I'm actually quite a big fan of, and we don't even actually know all the words on the card yet, um, I think that Evos are going to be kind of a force to be reckoned with. We have uh, Evo Steel Soul Memory,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: which is a, and this typeline is crazy, Mechanologist Action Equipment-Evo Dash Base Head.
0: Yep. <laughs>
2: um, it's, oh, a blue, uh, it's a blue... It's a blue equipment... That has three block, so...
0: Very important, that three block, actually.
2: Yeah, so I assume this still just blocks from hand? Yes. Um, So that's a little bit of an interesting interaction. Um, Because this is a card that goes into your deck. It's not an equipment that you can start the game with. Uh, It pitches for blue and uh, costs four resources. And uh, if you have a base head equipped, transform it into this, then equip this. Mm -hmm. Um, So all of so far what we've seen this evo does count as a base head so you could put another one of these on top which will be relevant for uh Mm. the remainder of the text on this when this transforms from or into an evo with a different name your hero gets plus one intellect until end of turn yeah Uh, and then there's some barcode uh blanking out of some additional text which i think is is very cheeky um and Uh then uh, it also has temper and temper with three base block is pretty big Uh, that's a lot of defense yeah um and then you can like i said you can put another one on top and get the additional um intellect again It, it doesn't stack on top of itself um because even though it says when this transforms from or into an evo it has to be a different name so you'd still only get the plus one intellect but um really good control card
0: um i'm pretty sure you would also keep the minus one counter so if you blocked with it once already um, I think the minus one counter would still stick around, right? I think so. I, yeah.
2: I don't know because it transforms, and from what we know, transform like flips the card over, um, mm-hmm. like for all of the like the invokes and stuff. Yeah,
0: Where we is, well we've never, with, we've, yeah. we've never had to deal with. We've we've never had to deal with uh, it having like a persistent effect, and whether or not the persistent effect stays around when it does. My inclination is that it would. Um, I feel like it
2: probably would.
0: Because that seems very strong if you can block with it, and then transform it, and then get rid of it, and then continue to block with it. You'd have insane yeah. amount of block value, because even this is five block value, right? Three and then two, and then it goes away.
1: Um, yeah, and there's yeah. there's no is there any text on this card to, to suggest like if you play this for, for for its four cost are you playing that for the transform effect or are you, yeah. you playing that for you are
0: yeah 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 yeah, yeah that, that yeah. that's what you're doing you can block with it from hand uh you can pitch yeah. it and then when you actually play then then you transform it. that's what that's what you do um, Oh, okay
1: yeah so if you have a base head equipped transform oh yeah so it says on the card transform into this so it just does it on the forecast right okay yeah yeah and then i'll I'll bring and up the get, base get... heads
0: that i that i showed before yeah. like here's the proto base head that literally doesn't do anything other than being a base head that you just get in limited formats which we'll get to that but i think this set is very very skewed towards limited stuff which is really exciting for me uh and then there's a slightly better version of this that you'll probably play with in constructed called the teclo base head which is the same thing but it has blade break one um mm-hmm. yeah. uh one thing I, I would like to note uh, with Teklovason uh, being able to play it at instant speed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make them bigger so I can, I can properly read this. It says you may play your next Evo this turn as though it were an instant. Yeah, um, doing that when your opponent is like declaring an attack is really really funny. So like being able to yeah. like swap your head in with a, a different head when they're attacked so you can block. Maybe maybe they're attacking with like a dominate thing and you're like eh, whatever I can I can block this dominate thing. Swap in my base head or with. Whatever, uh, and then you get a draw card, which is crazy. So, um...
1: it's a draw card. Then you get plus one intellect as well. So, if you if you do that do that at instant speed, maybe on turn one, you might be able to get a five intellect start when yeah. when it comes back round to your turn. So the whole sort of Lexi thing, loading an arrow into your into your arsenal and then drawing up to four. So it's that similar situation, isn't it? If you can do it when you're being attacked on your first turn. Mm. Allows you to crack back, you know, even harder potentially. So that's really cool as well.
0: I think Teklavastan is super sweet. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: I think it's going to be a really interesting hero, and the two cards that we've seen for him so far uh, are just really sweet oh, at the very bare minimum.
0: Yes, let me pull <laughs> yeah. up the other card, the big Robotech thing, the Terminator yeah, yeah. tank. Check this thing out. I'll make it ah, big. Absolute. I'll make it big for everyone so they can see it. Look at, this,
2: look at this. Where were
1: the Where were the Terminator tanks when the demons attacked Solana? Come on now.
0: <laughs> well, they're 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 in metrics, right? The corporations don't yeah. care like about Solana. this
1: is this is what's happening. They're building these Terminator tanks now to combat the demon scourge uh, I, of uh, of the demonistry.
0: As what, my dear friend? Why would the corporations care about helping them? Unless they're going to pay them, of course. <laughs> right (laughs) yeah they they can open Uh. their coffers um but yeah exactly uh here's the terminator tank it looks like something from mech warrior um yeah so for
2: uh for non-visual listeners we have terminator tank it is literally called terminator yeah uh it is a mechanologist attack action it's a majestic it costs six pitches for one uh attacks for six and blocks for three uh and it kind of doesn't have any other text because the remainder of its text uh, is actually based on how many Evos you have equipped. Yeah. Um, so if you have one or more Evos equipped, this gains when this hits a hero, they discard a card, which okay. is already like pretty sweet effect. For six, it's a lot, but it is a sweet effect. However, there are more. Uh, if you have two or more Evos, it costs three resources less to play. So it becomes a three for six with the discard effect, which is great. Uh, If you have three or more EVOs, it gets overpower as well, so a little bit of evasion. And then if you have four or more, so the entire trifecta of EVOs, it gets plus three and becomes a three for nine with overpower on hit discard a card. Okay. So um, hey, I'm going to, which is, uh, <laughs> I'm going to call, I'm going
0: gonna, I'm gonna to call out Brian Gottloop here. Cause I, I, in the last podcast when he was on and I was like, Hey, I just want more uh attacks that make my opponent discard stuff for assassin. And he's like, you're being greedy. And then they, then they, <laughs> then they're printing this, which is a three cost nine attack overpower that forces your opponent to discard a card. Um,
2: yeah oh well, yeah you were you're being greedy outside of the uh the confines of mechanologists
0: right yeah <laughs> hey just print the assassin version of this and i'll be happy right <laughs> like
1: oh it seems seems so sick though another thing to know as well as the cards obviously if you flashed them up so far you might have noticed that um teklo evo steel and terminator tank they all have different borders
0: yeah, well. it's <laughs> it's really interesting. So I'll bring them up again here. So I'll make it big. So Terminator Tank, uh, it's got this kind of like bronze and green border mm. here. Um the let me pull up the other one. The um the Evo Steel Soul Memory has a completely different border. It looks very cybernetic, actually. Um, yeah, very, very cybernetic. Used. Yeah, and then I'll go grab Teklovass himself. Here's Teklovass, and this is kind of like the the original. Source, this is kind of like the, the, mech the standard border. mech border that we've seen before. Um, yeah. And then hold on, let me, let me also pull up the. I think the equipment is just the same. Yeah, the 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 base, the, the base pieces are just have the same equipment borders. Yeah, they're all, just like but.
2: common equipment borders, common rare equipment borders, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah and i i had a thought and i just wanted to double check but uh i've confirmed that construct nitromechanoid just has the regular mm-hmm. uh, mechanologist border i thought for a second maybe like it would line up with terminator tank uh but terminator tank is like kind of the regular mechanologist border but yeah like a blue like greeny sort of uh color shift of it so um yeah interesting yes. interesting i don't know uh, don't quite know why they would do that. So. Maybe because
0: it's uh, you e- maybe because it has to do with Evo things. Maybe. Like maybe, maybe like Evo. So here's my like little head cannon. I don't know if this is true because basically they've kind of thrown everything out the window at this point in Flesh and Blood. um <laughs> But uh-huh. I, I feel like Evos are probably like the talent, right? Like without actually saying it's a talent, I think it feels like it's the talent. It looks, it's got it's like its own border. It's all mm-hmm. metricsy stuff. Um, I feel like evo yeah. is the the talent, but I don't know yeah, who, I think who, who knows
2: probably a pretty safe
1: bet um but we've only seen a, a you know a smashing of cards, it's obviously still does it say that, is there a release date on here with regards to it is uh, October? um October
0: sixth is the release date I believe preview season starts uh, september twenty second
1: mm-hmm. wow, so that's next oh. month.
0: Uh, well uh, yes uh, like said, a month and says it is holiday. currently august 1st yes it is next next, <laughs> next,
1: next yeah. month where um, is the time going
2: uh <laughs> ridiculous um uh. but yeah so that's uh basically what we've seen from the set so far something that i think is really interesting that they're sort of playing into is because this is going to be a full mechanologist set um they're implementing or at least um Yeah, I guess I guess implementing is the correct word, Um, a new type of like quick gameplay uh, style uh, that they're calling uh, Crack Shuffle Play, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, Because of the way that the set is built, um, you actually have the ability to just take three boosters of the set, um, open them up, take out the last two slots, which I believe are the token slots. Uh, And then just mash those together and play. Um, So very similar to, for everybody who is familiar with Magic the Gathering, uh, Jumpstart. Which, um, at least personally, I am actually a big fan of Jumpstart. I I like what it represents and how it was done. So if the implementation is as good as um, the way that Magic implemented Jumpstart, I think that this is probably a a slam dunk, uh, like a no-brainer. But what do you guys think about it?
0: I mean... It seems awesome. I'm a huge fan of limited. Uh, I actually used to do way back in the day what people, I think we, my brother and I called them pack wars. I don't know what other people call them, but that's where you literally open up a magic booster pack and then you shuffle in, um, a bunch of lands. And then you literally just play with that as like a little mini, a mini game. This is kind of like that, except you're, you're smashing three packs together. Um, and that's what it is. I mean, it's all mech. So there's no way to miss. Uh, there are a couple interesting things that I want to point out about this. um, like Teklovasen being a majestic for his adult version. What the hell happens when you open up your majestic Teklovasen? Um, do you just take mm-hmm. him out? Like that that'll that maybe could go into the, another thing we're gonna talk about in just a second, which is the new expansion slot. But mm-hmm. um Teklovasin being a majestic, by the way, is just really weird to me, just in general. Just in general. Um because yeah. it's a draft set. You think he'd be a token, like he normally, like like uh, adult heroes are normally in draft sets, um, especially when there's already like forty six majestics in the set. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, that, that's just kind of a weird thing. We could talk about it in just a minute, but this thing, I think, is cool. Uh, this like shuffle three three packs together. Um, I want to do it. I mean, like th- th- that's like I'm gonna play it, and uh, I'm I can foresee me doing a lot of streams where we're just like, hey, instead of opening up. Boxes, right? Like you know how we sometimes do, like you know, a new set came out. Let's open up boxes with friends on a stream. Instead of doing that, let's open up a box and then like play with the cards. We could do like a UPF with this. That'd be so much fun. Like everyone just crack three packs, UPF instant yeah. UPF game. Like, yeah, s- seems yeah. really cool. And everyone just boosts themselves to death because <laughs> it's all mech. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um it seems I, it seems cool. I think those crack
2: would be a cracks very... and play, baby yeah <laughs> that would be a very poetic way to do it because the first time i ever played upf was with you guys and i played uh a turbo self-mill data doll yeah so that's cool if, if we're just going back to that then so be it that's that's the yeah. way it was meant to be
1: <laughs> speaking of speaking of data doll as well the heroes uh the hero art has been released for this and it looks absolutely fantastic you Teklo teklovasan or Teklo Vossen there uh however you want to pronounce it and then we got dash as well or looks like dash um yeah. but there it's, is it's, no it
2: is, it is no, dash it,
1: Yeah, but there is no third hero yet, and everyone everyone's like, "Oh, we're gonna get an adult data doll." All this, imagine that.
0: Mm Hmm. Mm Hmm. Okay, hear hear me out. Mm -hmm. Data doll, demi hero. That you upgrade. That you upgrade your data doll BIOS
2: update into.
0: Yes. Ryan and and it becomes data doll MK three and has like five intellect by like completely bypassing it. Hmm. That's my big. That's my big. prediction for this set. Dated at all not so, actually the draft hero. Date it all actually a chase demi hero. I think constructed, yeah. I think the other hero might just be another of the random uh characters that we've seen. We've seen a whole bunch of mech characters that people are really wanting. There's that like steampunk dude with like the top hat. There's uh that a uh, lady with like the big power fist things. Um oh, yeah. I think there, I think there's some, and in in the trailer they showed some crazy art. I don't have p- pictures of it, but there's like cyberpunk dudes just like blazing, like you know, in like neon fire. Like there's some cool, there's some cool stuff going on. Um, I I really want like a cyberpunk hero. That that's the big one that I want. I want like a um. So you have you have like these two inventory people. I want like a like a not in in invent I keep saying inventory, but that sounds more like inventory. Um, yeah, <laughs> these like scho- We have yeah. these scholarly characters, like Dash and Tecla are both like scholarly characters. They invent things, but I want like some like you know cyber psychopunk, like just packing all of the equipment. That's what I want.
1: Now you yeah. just need some, you know. Now you just need my D and D character on his motorbike that's blazing, blazing <laughs> through. You know, listening to sort of rock and metal synthwave vibes. While blazing through Night City on his Akira bike, that's what yeah, you need.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. There's uh, I mean, let me pull up the Teklava's art so we can see it. But um, there, there's some art that looks like like there's at least that kind of vibe going on to some degree. So yeah, it's cool.
2: Yeah, I like so it. I'm good. really excited to see what this sort of brings. Uh, and the final piece that we can sort of chat about oh. um, for what they're doing different. or I just want
0: to say before we get to that is the mm-hmm. uh, the sealed format is different now, too. Uh, because it is all mech, we are doing sealed with four packs instead of six packs. Um mm-hmm. So uh, that, that that kind of goes along with the whole like shuffle three together. So it, it's like the one step further. I think it's actually really interesting. And I think it actually will ease in new players into limited way easier because you can have the format where you're like just smash three packs together. You don't make any options like you don't choose what cards go in. Then you have the one step up where you have four packs and then you pick what goes in and that you have more agency over your deck. You know, you're, you'll be taking out a couple cards here and there to make your deck more optimal, uh, which I think is uh, interesting and i hope this means and this is can, can also lead to the next part of the next discussion in 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 the spirit of consumer friendliness i hope that means that limited sealed events are cheaper because they are two p- less packs right um they're only four packs they should be that much cheaper so
2: that is a good point yes that's a very good point indeed um yeah that's something that i think is um just another th- another part of what's sort of going on um, that I think is really interesting, they seem to be really pushing sort of a, uh, in in some ways, it seems as though they're really heavily pushing, like, general accessibility um, and just being able to sit down and play the game, um, yeah. which is something that I think is, is super important. Uh, I think that's definitely um, a part uh, that, even when we were chatting with Brian Gottlieb the first time, um, that he had mentioned, like, you know, new player experience, et cetera, et cetera. Like, that's something that is important. And I think this is sort of a step in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. So, I, yeah, really, really glad to see it.
0: Actually, that that just made me realize, I think this is likely one of the best sets they've ever done. We haven't, obviously, we haven't seen this set. I'm just talking about in terms of general vibes and the idea of what they're presenting. It feels like it is going to be the best new player friendly set, right? Because mm-hmm. it's all mech. You don't have to learn three classes. And mech, honestly, is one of the easiest classes to play in the entire game. It's one of the classes that I use to teach new players how to play the game. Um, and yeah. um, it's just all Mech. You only you only have to know how to play Mech. You just shuffle the packs together. You don't really need an Ira Welcome deck. Um, what's cool about that is also it's it's kind of like you know the equivalent of Ira versus Ira, you know. But it's randomized, so you can have different cards and more fun interactions. Uh, people aren't stupid, so I think having a little bit more complexity is always good. Not a ton of complexity, but a little bit more complexity to get people like really interested um, and invested in the stuff. And um, I think this is really smart and um i hope it is very successful i think it i think it will be but i hope it is too right you know i, I just i feel like it could be really big and i got my fingers crossed that they they nail it
1: other well, thing as well like obviously the pre-release sealed format etc yeah mm-hmm. uh, this this is actually going to be part of the calling in barcelona obviously so mm-hmm. obviously it's going to be yeah. the sealed the sealed calling is going to be this bright lights thing um, yeah. So that's going to be interesting to see being played at that level as well. So, all uh, mech, how that's going to be done. Yeah, just all mech and the calling in Barcelona. <laughs> um,
0: I do want to talk about the all mech thing later, but uh, we can move on to the next part if we.
1: Yeah, so I, think, I, think, I think the next uh, part sort of you know f- filters into the the whole mech thing, but it's the standalone expansion slot, right? Next bit.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we uh, also got confirmation within the uh, the post itself. That uh, similar to the the idea behind it and the vibe that I get uh, for it, it's it's something that they're introducing called the expansion slot. And for those of you who have been around since Everfest, um, there was something that um, was kind of similar uh, in Everfest. Uh, It was called the carnival slot, and it was sort of a slot that showed up like it wasn't always sort of active. And what I mean by that is. most of the time when you opened a pack of Everfest, uh, there were just like two regular rares. But one of the slots had the opportunity to have uh, equipment or uh, reprint cards? No. no, That's it, what I think people it, were, it was, were
0: hoping about. No, no it, it was just um, the carnival bobble thing. So like potions and uh, amulets yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And then also yeah. you could pull a couple of the legendaries in that slot too, I think.
2: Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what it was um it's been a little while since since everfest uh but uh-huh. uh, but yeah so what they're doing with uh with this set with bright lights is something called the expansion slot and essentially uh the way that they describe it here is uh it takes the place of a token uh so instead of everfest where it was one of the rare slots was also the carnival slot um this takes the spot of a token in one in every 15 boosters Uh, and they say similar to how cold foils have replaced a token slot in recent recent flesh and blood boosters and cards that can appear in the expansion slot are quote high rarity cards that either expand the story within the wider world of wraith so things that have to do with lore um, Mm. expand the tournament card pool of classes Mm. and or talents outside of the core focus of the product which is an interesting thing that has some weird potential ramifications but uh, before I comment on that, uh, the final bullet point is uh, also serve as an avenue to reprint key cards, such as Fiendel's Spring Tunic, which is one of the cards possible to find in the Bright Lights expansion slot. So we yes. have a confirmation that uh, there's another set in which tunic is getting reprinted. So, <laughs> right. yes, yeah. Uh, honestly, it can it it needs all the help it can get, in my opinion. So uh, I'll never say no to that. Um, but uh, yeah, so it basically serves the same uh like they sort of have mentioned it replaces a token slot so in drafting you would remove the two tokens either way um Mm -hmm. so this functions the same way so if you do open a spring tunic you're not forced to pick that over something else well Um,
0: in fact you cannot pick it you 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 cannot play with it 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 is you just get it yeah
2: so um yeah so very interesting uh it's a slot that has a lot of potential um and I never I, I never pass up an opportunity for things to get reprinted, uh, personally. Even as an enfranchised player, um, I always appreciate when there's an opportunity for things to become easily accessible or more accessible um, yeah. in any event. So the, um yeah.
0: And the funny thing about that is my concern is that this slot might make some things inaccessible. Um, and so this is my 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 chief concern with this app, with uh, with bright lights basically centers around the expansion slot and we don't really know a lot about the expansion slot. So I am not like um, worried or super heavily concerned yet, but I I still want to talk about it because um, it's something that should be addressed just in general. And uh, we could talk about the, the directions this could potentially go. So for example, what I'm getting at here is that it doesn't specifically state that every single card in this slot is going to be a reprint. In fact, only one of the three bullet points says that it could be a reprint. In fact, the first bullet point said it could be a flavorful card, not necessarily a reprint could be a mechanically unique card. And then the second bullet point is the one that makes me really feel that they're going to reprint some amount of mechanically unique cards specifically designed for competitive tournament play for archetypes that are not found in that particular product. Um, What this feels like to me, what they're doing is that they are addressing the fact that they want to cut back on expansion sets which is why this is called in the expansion slot right Uh, they're cutting back on expansion sets in lieu of this expansion slot so they can have more draft uh and sealed sets more limited sets um and that's like really cool on paper but the fact that it is one in 15 packs that is less than uh less than two per box um and if they print cards that you need three of And they are meta staples on the power level of something like an E-Strike, Command and Conquer, Warmonger's Diplomacy. They're going to be extremely expensive and extremely sought after. And the degree of that depends on how good the cards are, um, how many possible cards are in the slot, right? So if there's only like four different possible cards that you can pull from the expansion slot, then that's a lot easier to pull, right? Um, But if there's like 50 cards and you want to get one of 50 and you only pulling like one per box, that's very hard, especially to get three of them. And those are where you're going to get those like tunic level CNC level prices. And so that is what concerns me is if they are printing um, format staples, which it sounds like it. They literally say that they want to do that Um, Mm -hmm. if they're mechanically unique, which I once again, they haven't said that they're going to be... They haven't said they're all going to be reprints. They haven't said, you know, what percentage of them are going to be mechanically unique, what percentage are going to be um, reprints. But this, this is what gives me concern. Um, and it's all for the sake of, you know... Um, consumer friendliness, uh, and then card availability, right? Because reprinting Tunic is great, right? That that makes the card more available for people. But if they also, at the same time, reprint, like, Command & Conquer 2 and everyone needs Command & Conquer 2 in the decks, and if there's 50 different cards you can pull, they're going to be very expensive. And here's another $300 cards that you need to to fill out your, your CC deck. So, those are my concerns. Yeah, it
1: just depends on how many cards are unique to the expansion slot. Um because it does say that it um the expansion slot replaces a token in around one in fifteen boosters. So the expansion Mm -hmm. slot is only going to appear one in fifteen times. Less than how long less than
0: two per bucks. So it's like yeah so
1: but how but how long is that list? Obviously it's similar to the Mm -hmm. list in magic where there's a list of cards that are either reprints or whatever. But is that how how long is that list going to be? And are those cards unique? Because if they are unique, if you can only get that unique card one in fifteen times, it's going to be very, very hard to get. And that's yeah, that that definitely makes sense. So it's going to be interesting to see how many actual cards there are going to be in this expansion slot.
0: Yeah, that's exactly my point. Uh, So the the things we're I'm waiting to find out are how many different cards are there. How many cards are reprints versus how many cards are mechanically unique? And are they going to transfer these cards to the next set or are they set specific? So in Magic the Gathering, the the list is roughly the same, but does change a little bit from set to set. Um whereas like this one, they could be the same for like a couple sets, or they're gonna change it every set, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. so we'll see. Um, on paper it sounds cool. Um I bet uh, collectors and investors are probably stoked about this but um for the people who want to you know build their competitive decks we'll see how they do it. Um like I said this is why I'm not I'm not overtly worried. I think it's just something we should keep our eye on that could pose a problem if it's not done in a consumer friendly way.
2: Yep. No, yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's an important thing to to highlight as well. Like, it is about the implementation of it, I think, first and foremost. Like, if it only turns out that there are 10 cards that show up, like, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the chase cards will be expensive. But if there's only 10 possible ones, and there's, like, one, maybe two per box, um, then, you know, that will really, really drastically lower um, the... Uh, the price of them because it will drastically increase the availability. Yep. So yeah, it'll be the it'll be the difference of you know how many are there. Yeah, <laughs> I know that that's basically what you guys uh, said, like verbatim. But yeah, I think the the long and short of it is that's the deciding factor between whether or not this is a good thing or a bad thing.
1: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, what this what this what this also allows them to do, and obviously we spoke about uh, about this sort of proactive nature of the way they're releasing things now and there is no set formula as to how they address sets going forward is sort of the the fact that it is a very proactive way of dealing with meta games. so if they if if there's an expansion slot on every set if if something is a menace you can just be like right we're going to print some of these cards in this expansion slot which can deal with that thing um so they're not sort of held down to saying right that there, there's no ranger in this course i'm of course i'm going to bring up ranger there's no ranger in this bright light set but there is a ranger card in there which is good for this particular meta game that we're seeing at the moment or whatever you know it gives them that ability to print cards directly into these sets which are more sort of flavored around metrics or whatever to uh to other classes as well which could be mm. you know a good way to look at it also
0: yep um, and like I said, this really does feel like their answer to not having very many expansion sets going forward, because yeah. they need a avenue to put all of these weird oddball cards or very specific cards for specific builds uh, yeah. somewhere. Um, so I do like this overall. I think it's a I think it's a good idea. But once again, I'm just, you know, it's like a wait and see kind of thing to see Keep an eye on it. how yeah. it's going to be. I did get someone. Uh, in who commented on the video that I that I made talking about this, and they're like, oh, there already are like mechanically unique hard-to-pull cards like Fabled and Legendaries. But my response to that are, Fabled and Legendaries, you only ever need one, right? Um, What happens yeah. when you need three Fiendil Spring Tunics, and they're all like, uh, you know, there's 50 different options, like 50 different cards that you could pull in the slot, and you need that one specific card, you know, Command and Conquer 2 or whatever um yeah. and you need 3 of them right it's going to be brutal um yeah or maybe not brutal maybe maybe it'll be uh, plentiful we'll see we'll see how it goes um but
1: yeah. then it's 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 also like you know if if they print a ranger card for instance that the ranger players want the people that are cracking the packs for the other reasons are just going to put those cards on the market they don't want them cuz they don't play yeah. ranger or whatever oh yeah yeah
0: um the valuable so cards will be, be valuable but um it, yeah. yeah it it does it uh, it's it's kind of an interesting thing because it doesn't really give the ranger player reason to buy the set. Like for example, as if if you didn't care about limited at all or or mech, um, but there is like a ranger card in here, you're not incentivized to buy the set to try to chase the one in fifteen pack pull. You just buy singles, right? You just buy the one you card you That's need, right. and then just ignore yeah. the rest of the set, which is kind of cool for you because you're like mm, I just buy yeah. the one card. Um, but, but also
1: for 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 spoiler season it also brings it if there, if if there, if there is a, if there is a ranger card in in this set you know for creators that love ranger or love a certain thing that they're actually including in there it allows them to get involved in a more of a in a more of a sort of thematic way so it also yeah. the creator side of it the people that are really really focused on one hero and all that mm. sort of thing when it comes to spoiler season could be good for that whole marketing side of things as well
0: yeah, do we want to talk about that real quick, um, or maybe not real quick, depending on how much we have to say? Um, and yeah. that is the nature of this set, and also Dust Till Dawn to to a little bit of a lesser degree. But I think it's very bold that they're releasing Dust Till Dawn, an expansion set that really only is Light, Shadow, and like a handful of of hero classes and then immediately after that it's an all mech set so there's like a ton of other classes that are just not getting support in the last two sets which is like yeah it's interesting because it's like some people can just be like well i just skipped the last two flesh and blood sets i don't need to i don't need to buy dust till dawn except for my warmongers diplomacy and i don't need to buy uh you know uh, bright lights because i don't care about mech or and i don't play limited um it's a really bold interesting
1: spot yeah (laughs)
0: like I think it'll make some people very happy and I've already seen that which is one of the best parts about this set in my opinion. I've seen the joy of people who are just so stoked for this set the same way that yeah. I I was stoked for Outsiders um because I just love Mech so much. Uh, but yeah, I'm curious what are, what are your guys opinions on this of like them just doing an all Mech set. Like yeah, what do you guys think about that?
2: I mean I think it's kind of cool. Um, I think it's, I think I I may have alluded to this um, a little bit earlier on, but uh, it does, based on what we know that, you know, mech hasn't gotten any support really outside of supplemental sets um, since it's been released, I I don't think that it is, but it kind of feels like an overcorrection. <laughs> just <laughs> like we haven't printed this, we've printed like four sets that have ninjas in them since uh, since the game started. Um, so now all of a sudden here's all the mech stuff. Here's all the stuff that we were supposed to have released at this time and, and didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think that that's actually the case, um, but it it just does seem kind of funny. I um, think that it is also interesting, um, like what what Cal had mentioned that. Um, you know it's kind of bold for them to uh do runner runner uh very like focused sets um because yeah it could make uh certain people who only care about certain heroes uh potentially feel left out but also on the flip side um like i was kind of saying i think that mech was kind of like that for a while so maybe it's just their time to be in the sun um yeah and uh Yeah, I don't know. I I think largely it's it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, I know that, you know, with these sets releasing and just how cool they are and at least how hard I go on them, um, having sets that I don't care about uh, would be a blessing for my wallet personally. (laughs) So having two in a row from an engagement standpoint probably doesn't feel great for the people that care that deeply about it. But for the people that really like the game, I think it's just it's cool to see them grow it in this sort of way and like brian gottlieb was saying not stick to a singular um sort of idea when it comes Mm -hmm. to what a set looks like and how they're continuing to try to make things different and interesting um and i think this is just a reflection of that and i think it's really exciting uh i think it's it's really cool personally
1: (laughs) yeah all I'm going to say is um if if Rachel uh, Stoddars does not get a legendary card or a hero reveal uh, we I think we all riot to be honest.
0: Um... <laughs> she's <laughs> so, going to get something cool, you know it. Like, you know, she's exactly. going to get something cool. Um Yeah. I I yep. bet both her and prof- the professor are going to get some some dank stuff to show cuz Some absolute dank, yeah. Cuz right. Prof is a huge mech fan as well. Um Though we already know he's going to be a mech hero himself in the upcoming supplemental set, which actually drop—that's oh, no, not a set—the the product, the the the, the box set mm-hmm. product thing that they're doing. Um, we know he's going to be a mech yeah. in that. That's going to actually drop before Bright Lights. Like it's going to drop. Wait, this this month? No, next month in September. It's going to drop uh, in September. September, yeah, yeah,
1: September as well. Yeah, so I guess that's. Uh, actually i think it's another interesting point as well uh is i believe um the artist who done teklo varson adult is the same artist who did the professor's art as well
0: yeah, i think so yeah i think you're right
1: so so there was a speculation going around that maybe teklo varson is just a reskin of the professor's ability in the round the table product um there was a specula, a, a, specula- a speculation on that on on twitter hmm. so that's an interest that's an interesting thing because um, people was 'cause people were saying like um, the, the the professor is obviously a mechanologist hero, but is it going to be could it be Teklo Varsan? Just, just that's why he's a majestic as well, was because he's just a reskin of the same character,
2: the well, same hero.
0: I, I think the professor one will be a young hero because it's a it's like a ultimate pit fight style set. So I think they're all going to be young heroes. Ah, um, oh, true. And the yeah, majestic yeah. is like the adult version, but. Mm. I mean, it could be sure. I mean, why not? Uh, It could also. I think there's an equally likely chance that it's a completely different, uh, mechanically, you know, unique hero that probably has to do with multiplayer. That's my guess. My my personal guess is it's a different hero that specifically has to do with like ultimate pit fight multiplayer stuff. Um, I don't actually know, but that's my guess. Um, Yeah. And they probably wanted so, to make Teclobasin specifically designed for this whole Evo mechanic that seems like it's gonna be at play in um in Bright Lights. One thing we didn't note we didn't note is even though this is an all mech set, they did say in the the article that there's gonna be multiple archetypes to play, right? It's not you're not gonna just mm. be play everyone's everyone's not just gonna be playing the same mech deck in draft. Uh, there's like multiple. I would assume three, you know, one for each hero, but um, We'll see.
1: We'll see. Windmill slam, slam, Terminator tank all day
2: long. Absolute Gundam (laughs) wing style. Let's go. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's
2: my plan for for limited. (laughs) Or play as many Terminator tanks as I find.
0: I said BattleTech, but um, that also looks like like I think is it actually called a Terminator unit in uh, 40k? Like the um, might be. Like the. yeah, it, it might. And it might actually hold on. Um,
1: there we go. R- real life googling. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna
0: type in Terminator Tank 40K and see what comes up. Cause I, I feel like it is. I'm, I'm, not, I'm a casual 40K fan. Terminator Tank 40K. No, it's not called that. Well, no wait, it is. Terminator. They're called Terminator suits. Yeah, there is.
1: Oh, there we go. There you go.
0: That the terminator suit is the suit that the that the uh space marines wear. So it's not the actual big mech suits. The terminator suits are their just their normal armor. So it it is a it is a thing in in 40K for sure. Nice. Like like it's it's these things for the visual people
1: Yeah, so it's just like the the yeah. Kara space that they're in sort of thing, yeah.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah.
1: But... um Overall, yeah, I I love I love the look of this set. I love the 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 steampunky sort of Blade Runner esque stuff. And I, we I think we did see it's not on this article, so I'm not sure where that piece is. But I'm pretty sure I saw like a motorbike as well, like a piece of art, like a motorbike neon motorbike thing as well. Um, I'm not sure whether that was on we, this article or not. But
0: in the hmm, in the video, we did see. I don't. I don't remember. We we saw. There's a bunch of stuff in the video. People have video. Yeah, there's a trailer.
2: Yeah, the release video. Oh, a, I did not haven't seen that. Yeah, it's got like
0: sweet like. It's got like sweet music to it too. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah. The uh, although like, uh, something I will say um, as and I'm sure you haven't forgotten about this. I hope that you haven't forgotten about this. But yep. we do know uh, that motorbikes. Uh, for sure, exist in the world of Wraith oh, because yeah. of uh, t- Mr. Tobias Bone, my good friend T Bone. Do you like steak?
0: <laughs> Shout out to anyone. Bone. Shout out to the people who actually who watched the uh, Shuffle Up and Play Flesh and Blood video. <laughs> do you like steak? <laughs> uh, small aside, we actually did go get steak after that game. We actually, oh, we so actually, like steak. we actually got steak dinner. Yes. <laughs> um so brilliant but uh yeah there are, there are motorbikes um
2: yeah so it's a uh, weird very excited to see if they do something more with that
0: lore wise like, yeah. it's a weird dichotomy and as already kind of alluded to this by saying like where were the terminator tanks when all the demons are attacking solana like right. it is kind of a weird juxtaposition right where you have like terminator tanks and then you also have Reinar, who's just like a naked dude in the jungle with a stick wearing like
1: bark bone tree clothes,
0: yeah. And then there's like, oh, and this, a
1: like a flesh bag as a helmet, like oh, just a bag of flesh on his head. And there's just like this, this act
0: actual like Robotech Gundam thing with like missile <laughs> launch, like missile shoulder yeah. mounts and rocket powered jet engines and shit. Like, it's it's, it's it's kind of a weird disconnect. I don't know. Um. It would
1: make for funny, funny tales, wouldn't it? You know, if for whatever reason Reinar found it, found himself in metrics for some reason, uh, it would be, it would be funny. Like later on down the line, to see why and all that sort of thing. Uh, and the IP itself, you know, all these different places and worlds, and the IP is so strong that obviously when we do see that transposed o- over to other media, which because I think that will happen eventually, because it's such a slam dunk of a game and a world and all this. It's going to be fun to see those characters in those places where they shouldn't be. It, um,
0: it, well, yeah, it reminds a lot of League of Legends because League of Legends has a similar thing, right? Because they have like the Kingdom of Demacia, and they also have yeah. like uh, Piltover, and it's like it's kind of like the same thing. And I just can't help but wonder if like the people in Mysteria are using like steam-powered techlo kettles or something, right? Like, do they do? <laughs> do like the, does the layman have access to this technology, like? outside of metrics um we we've heard of like like uh, black tech markets in the pits having some of the tech but like do the people of Volcor have it like there's like there's like one of the random volcorian soldiers like a bunch of other guys have like these halberds and spears and a, another dude just has a gun <laughs> like he's just got
1: a nobby blaster a gun
2: <laughs> um cuz we yeah so i don't know i don't know it's weird um I'm- I'm personally into the headcanon of uh Volcorians not having kettles. Um they just have these like uh really verbose and bloviated spells to like boil a cup for tea. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Like no, just like sonic boom. Can like then, yeah. <laughs> Can like
0: someone from metrics just go walk into the Savage Lands with like a bunch of guns on them and then rule the entire jungle? Cuz like you, sh- you shoot them. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, like they're just rolling on their motorcycle. They're just like, mm-hmm. they just like blast, <laughs> blasting all of the brutes. Um, I don't know. <laughs> These things exist. Like, can you? I don't know. Just imagine like one of the big the the Terminator tanks fighting the guy from like the celestial guy from like a uh, celestial cataclysm and. uh the the new one and so it's like this giant god-like figure fighting this this thing it's an anime <laughs> flesh and blood is an anime everyone it's an anime it's
2: an anime, an anime? we figured it out
0: all the people yeah. who are like i don't like anime i only like stuff like flesh and blood guess what you like an anime, I like
2: anime now. you like anime <laughs> you
0: the the and the, the end of this is going to be all of the people fighting god like all animes like yeah. like it's going to be like dash and dorinthia and benji and they're fighting god which is probably like soul or you know something or other um yeah,
2: yeah it's just tanking top of gurren Lagann all over again
0: yeah uh, it's gonna have a hard Ironite twist six. it's gonna have a oh dude gurren Lagann's sweet they like they start throwing galaxies at each other at the end it's insane if you yeah, haven't I'm seen if, if you haven't seen <laughs> Gurren login it's uh if you watch Gurren login uh it's insane Growing
1: galaxies at each other wow. no no they do
0: they are like they're bigger than the galaxies and so like at one point they grab it and they just um, wow it's, it's crazy yeah hey it's incredible it, it's just <laughs> spiral man spiral just punches all the way to the top man anyway um and then there's anti spirals anyway I am I'm expecting the big the big turn with the with the set 3 the monarch set 3 and it's just all a- evangelion. Uh and then yeah. there's a picture of like <laughs> it's like sad sad Bolton just standing there and then all the figures are around him like that like the end of Ava <laughs>
2: image. No 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 no. Warmongers if there's an evangelion set warmongers diplomacy reprint where it's just like Bolton <laughs> going like this. <laughs> uh <laughs> Get in the Annihilator tank, Benji! <laughs> oh Get in the god. Terminator tank.
0: Yeah, Terminator tank. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
2: Well... Oh, yeah, anyway. Uh, I, with I found, all of that...
0: I found the topic of... Uh, I found the, the title of this episode. It's called Flesh and Blood is an Anime.
2: <laughs> Flesh and Blood is an Anime. Well, yes. um, yeah, but uh, but anyway, that's sort of the the long and short of what we know so far about uh bright lights i'm very intrigued uh, i was definitely not expecting this to be the next set um like this this I, reveal at least for me kind of came out of nowhere but i'm i'm totally okay with it
0: <laughs> i called the metric set 10 months ago when i made a video that was like hey you should all buy like all this cool mech stuff because like they need to be printing this mech stuff. So I hope you all bought the mech stuff by the way, because that's probably very, very expensive already. Um Yeah. And then and then uh after Outsiders, I was like, Oh yeah, mech set next. And then they did Dust Hold On and I was like, Well, I guess I don't know anything, I'm all wrong. And then like JK, Mech set, next set. It's like we, we they just they just put in Dust Hold On. They're just like, here's a little bit of Hey, remember remember the light and shadow? They're still doing stuff. Uh back back over to Matrix in the pits. So <laughs>
1: Yeah, we, I think we I think we we spoke about speculations um, on this podcast as well, like the fact that the pits and metrics are so aligned with each other. You know, mm-hmm. got the bright lights of the of the city and the dark and dingy pits and what have you. Mm-hmm. We we did sp- we did speak about whether they could be two in the same set or two in the same year, and that we were on the right lines because bright lights is 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 now here. So to a certain degree, I don't know whether that's really going to tie in with what's going on, uh, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah. Looking fun, looking good. So, a couple of concerns, and obviously for people that don't care about Mech, you know, it's one of those one of those things again, like we've had where we don't really want to buy too much of it. Well, but that's but that's also a positive as well.
0: I would say, like, if you don't care about Mech, just try try limited, try draft. Try limited, yeah, exactly. There's like two two different or three different ways to play limited now. There's the just shuffle three packs together. There's the four pack sealed, and now there's draft, and all of them use under like four under packs so you don't actually need very many packs to do this right the most pack intensive is going to be sealed Mm -hmm. which is only four packs um so it seems like a pretty easy way to just to try it out yeah
1: yeah just experience the set in a sort of condensed manner where you don't have to really buy cases of it if you're not really into it you can just buy a couple of packs and do the uh the the pack crack uh sorry the crack pack (laughs) shuffle and play Uh. You don't want to be packing any cracks, in game, So I'll <laughs> pat, tell you that now. Crack. Anyway,
0: <laughs> cracking them, packing them cracks. Packing um, those. What one thing I do want to note, though, as I I think I'll probably end up interacting more with this set to a significantly greater degree than I that I am with Dust Till Dawn right now. I want to build some Dust Till Dawn decks. But currently I I opened up my last two boxes. I mentioned this at the beginning of the show. I opened my last two boxes last night and I couldn't tell you what like any of the rares and commons do. Like, I'll be honest, like, like I just grabbed this pile that I have right here, dude. I I don't know. But for outsiders, I know what most of them do because I played a lot of draft and a lot of sealed for outsiders. Like (laughs) you you all, you you know, you have your spire snipings and all that kind of stuff, even though some of those do, do make it into like Azalea, um, yeah, so yeah. I imagine because this is a limited set, I'll probably have a lot more familiarity with it. And that that's kind of uh, exciting to me because I was as I was opening Dust Till Dawn, I was just kind of like what's my chase card? Like did I get a did I get a majestic or did I get a chase card? Throw everything put it all mm-hmm, else onto a yeah. pile. So I was like yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm looking least- for bright lights
1: at least with this you can just you can make some content out of it as well we you don't have to go full in with regards to the the set you can just buy four packs crack them with a friend and then just see what the gameplay is out, out of the back of it you know that's mm. that's one thing you couldn't really do with dust Til dawn whereas with this this whole thing is um is cool and worth experimenting with the funny thing about the graphic as well if you look at the crack shuffle and play they're oh. cracking a pack shuffling the cards together and then they're laying down a shitty christmas present yeah yeah <laughs> I was
2: like what's that about?
0: <laughs> I, I mentioned that in the the video that I made. Yeah, there's uh, shit there's a shitty Christmas present here. I'll I'll make it bigger here for so everyone can see.
2: You you cannot escape the shitty Christmas present. You really
0: can't. 100% Azelia confirmed.
2: 100% Ranger <laughs> confirmed. That's all done. There's there's nothing else. There that there's nothing else that that could mean. That's that's it. We figured well, out like
1: evos are just evolving into rangers the whole time demi hero. <laughs> You change what? class mid game. That's what you, that's what it's gonna be, the new demi hero.
0: What I do like about what I do like about this is that they one, they actually announced the set in a proper way and wasn't just kind of like pseudo-leaked on ICV two or whatever. Um mm. and then also like they they were very straight up. They're like, This is an all mech set. So no one has to be like, Oh, is there gonna be necromancer, like mech necromancer, shadow mech, like Yeah. Brute, yeah. No brute mech. shut
2: up. It's all mech. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like
0: you don't have the endless amount of specul- speculation that I also partake in, but I think I like that they're just like, no, it's Mech, like it's Mech, and you're gonna draft it, like that's that's, and you're gonna play sealed. That's what you're gonna do. They're looking at yeah. there's there's robots. Get get in the robot.
2: You're gonna like them.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess I guess people can speculate on the last hero. You know, there's that. Uh, I've already I've already had people in my Discord su- suspecting it's like this this like green haired character um in oh, some yeah. of the art um i don't know we'll see i hope it's a new i hope it's another new character and i hope date all is a demi-human i mean not demi-human demi-hero i mean she could yeah. also be a demi-human i don't know i don't know her i don't know if she's an android or a cyborg there is a difference if you uh people out there don't know the difference between an android and a cyborg but there is a difference
2: she would actually be i a think a g- gynoid because android is is male but Ah. i I don't know if oh i think it yeah i think i don't know it's something like that somebody in the comments if you if you actually know the proper uh the proper Uh latin for it if it's uh, latin or greek uh let us know comment down below do you know what a female version of an android is for, yeah, those for those of you who
0: those of you don't know, a, a cyborg is a human who has cybernetic enhancements, and an enhancements. android is basically like a robot, like all all robot, uh, yeah, yeah, like a human like uh, robot.
1: Another thing I just want to point out as well, looking at this uh this art of uh, Teklovoson and Dash, uh, so obviously Teklovoson has his full uh situation there going on. Hmm. Teklovoson is esteemed magnate, and then Dash just says Dash comma one slash zero.
0: Yeah, I I called her Dash I O, but I don't actually know what it's supposed to be. It is going to be a new Dash for sure. So I think Mm -hmm. that I think that's her name. I think I think that is the adult version of the new Dash Dash I O or whatever that is.
1: This is like uh, so this is like a like a Bravo situation where Bravo Mm -hmm. has Showstopper, and then we got Star of the Show. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's like a it's a hero that's being done again. Which is obviously going to have maybe a different ability if it's a new hero. Yeah, um, I feel like um, Arachne like prism is, as well. And Prism, yeah, prism. Uh, prism as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I feel it'll be um, like probably closer power level to like Arachne kind of deal, where it's like hmm. here's Arachne, here's a slightly different Arachne. Um, yeah, and
1: but does, can... does that does that does that mean that the old dash will still be playable or not? Because obviously, if you yes. start doing this, you're probably rotating.
0: Eh, probably. Yeah, probably they they've, they've, they've yeah. done a good no, job of it... making the old heroes like still be really good
1: yeah and who do I mean... don't want don't want the old classic to be lost to the Aether, but then i guess that's something that inherently can happen if you're going to evolve your game you know the older stuff will eventually get left behind or or not you know which yeah. one of those things
2: well that's um, Pe-
0: people thought even... that people thought that would happen with viceroy they're like oh they're printing like the shadow rune blade and they're printing the elemental rune blade now, people still love Visserai. People still play Viserai. I got Living Legend after Briar came out in Blitz. Mm-hmm. So I think they'll yeah, still be good.
2: Yeah. yeah, and uh, I also think that's something that they are acutely aware of, um, which, again, I, I keep referencing back to conversations that we've already had, but we have some pretty good conversations. Um, mm-hmm. the, uh, the interesting thing about how they've been uh, sort of taking care of heroes recently uh like they did with azalea like they've done with levia like they uh like they did with bolton um that they're aware of situations in which heroes might be being left behind um and sort of doing something uh special to keep them at least in the public eye maybe not necessarily at competitive tables but just um you know throwing them something to make sure that the uh People don't think that they've just forgotten about them, and I think that this mm-hmm. is another extension of the the whole azalea thing, of the whole uh, levia thing, mm-hmm. just with mechanologist as a whole. They're like, go, yeah, mechanologist.
0: <laughs> that's, that's, that's
1: and then
0: that's also, f- okay. Oh,
1: i was gonna say yeah but then also the expansion slot can also do that as well if they if they're going to continue Mm -hmm. to do if they're going to continue to do the expansion slot they can still throw little bits of love um in the form of just a card here and there to those heroes as well which i think is also a very good thing without having to focus an entire set on it this year feels like it's been ranger love for azalea then we've got Prism, new Prism, and, you know, the old light and shadow thing coming back in the form of the heroes of ll And now we have all these dash stuff, and obviously Bolton and that and Levi were also touched on in Dawn as well, of course. And now it seems like this is the year of buffing the ones that need the buffing, but the expansion slot could be the way of doing that going forward uh, to a certain degree, now that everything is potentially on the same level
0: what but. my hope is for bright lights is not exactly that it buffs dash dash is already like pretty good but what <laughs> i hope it, yeah what i hope it does is it gives players different avenues to play the mech class and that, that's what it was mostly missing mech heroes like there was literally only dash as the True. adult mech hero so like putting three yeah. more in is like awesome uh even even if one of yeah. them is dash still um just having more is, is good um because I heard Gosh, people yeah
2: a substantial yeah. shot in the arm that's for sure. Because
0: <laughs> yeah. I heard people complaining like this is a valid complaint. They're like Assassin literally just came out and it has more adult heroes than than Mech. And I'm like, you're not wrong. Even though I, I, uh, regular Arachne, you know, they're not like the best. But um, mm-hmm. but still,
1: but this I, has two ways two ways to play. You have got obviously the Aziri Witcheru, mm-hmm. and then the, obviously the banished Contract Fatigue stuff. Um but Which yes that's no, definitely yeah. th- definitely a good point. There's only one one hero to play and constructed, and that was dash, and that's boost and I guess you could do boost or items, pist they still had you know a couple of ways oh. you could take them, but
0: we didn't mention this. There's gonna be a crap load of new items in the set. I think they said there's gonna be thirty. 30 new items. Oh,
1: 30. And so the old the old dash is viable it. then. <laughs> well, yeah. they have well, to be cost- they have to be. All.
0: Well, mm. The old dash. that has to be cost two or less. So if they print a lot of like three and plus, she can't just oh, yeah. free free roll them. But data all might be able to. Um, uh, the interesting data.
2: thing uh, is that as of now, we don't have any items that cost two or more. So this might this is I would say pretty probably going to be our first uh, foray into items that cost three, four, 100%. five. And that, um, that is where you get the value off of Data Doll. If
1: you're posting oh. things into play that cost five, for instance, then you get a ridiculous trigger off of it or whatever when it comes into play or whatever.
0: And there's the other thing that we didn't talk about is that they said there's going to be a new mechanic called Crank. And Crank mm-hmm. has to do with items, specifically. My guess is that they give items go again. That makes sense. You're cranking the thing to make it go. Oh, yeah. And so that makes it so you're you're more viable to play multiple items in a single turn. That's my theory with crank. I don't know how you do it um, but my theory is that it'll let you play it lets you play multiple items um,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Crank. I think that that's could be good
2: a reasonable uh a reasonable guess uh I will say very unfortunately because I was very excited about this potentially as well. uh data does care about cost two or less as well um, so she can't cheat into play Ooh. anything huge, but again, if they print even just. 10 of them are cost two or less and five of them are good that's like a billion new options for data to oh, all, essentially yeah yep. um mm. like it, it doesn't need to be much you gotta um, you gotta then, yeah, know yeah.
0: there there's like a totally. legendary item in the works right like there's gotta oh, yeah. be like some it legendary be. item like
1: Almost certainly, and well, it'll, like... be the, it'll be the fabled, surely the fabled in the set's got to be a legendary item,
2: uh, fabled item. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, it's just, Te- it's just three techlo pounders. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah.
0: Hey, first thing you boost this turn gets uh, plus six. Gets plus six. Yeah.
2: No, it gets uh, plus two. Dominate and go again, um, <laughs> and it's called uh, techlo Star of the Show. <laughs>
0: Star of the teclo. Um <laughs>
2: Captain techlo.
1: Planet Tech low.
0: Um And it forces your opponent to discard two cards too. Discard two cards. If you yeah. if, if you fuse it with a Evo item, I don't know, man.
1: Yeah, and then you <laughs> yeah. take an extra turn after this one or something. Um you banish, banish the top twenty cards to the opponent's deck and you can play any of them at <laughs> instant speed. They cost four less for each one you've banished or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. I think these
2: are all very reasonable uh, assumptions as to what design choices. Be. Um Iris. but uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, with all that being said, I think we are uh, now uh, solidly in the weeds. So in I think we can land. probably, yeah, we can probably look to to wrap this one up. Um, but yeah. before we do, does anybody have anything uh, that they would like to put in their arsenal? Is that the verbiage that we decided on? Because I, I don't know if put I like in. that or not.
0: <laughs> put it in your arsenal, yeah. right up put in there. Awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> those cracks, I don't have oh actually i do have one small thing i've been playing a lot more video games recently uh because i've been forcing myself to actually take some time off and even though i've been putting out almost a video every single day um and uh, i played i've been playing a lot of street fighter six um in addition to remnant two completely different games remnant two which is a third person looter shooter actiony game which is brilliant by the way um, I love the art design on that, And then I've been also been just beating people up, uh, in street fighter. Um, if you're in case you're wondering, cause every, anytime you mention a fighting game, everyone's always like, Ooh, who do you main? Um, either cammy or Ken, um, Ken is typically my, my go-to has been my go-to since like street fighter three turbo. I have been playing street fighter quite a bit. Um, I don't want to want to like humble brag, but I'm okay. I'm okay. Street fighter. I can hang. Um, and, uh, I've been really actually really enjoying like the open world story mode called like World Tour. Um there's an open world you just run around and you have your custom character and you just just run around and do quests and beat people up on the streets. Um, the story is kind yeah, the story's kind of dumb but who cares? Like it's it's fun. Yeah. Um Yeah. And I I made my character obviously look like one of my original characters. I tried to make her look like villain. Um and instead she All looks right. like a cross between Laura Croft and Amelia Clark. So you know
2: <laughs> fantastic
0: yeah, there's that um so that's my personal step anyone nice. else
2: yeah well, really. i mean we went over as um i don't think Ooh. i have anything in specific
0: um, i have one more thing for all the other weebs out there since flesh and blood's yeah. an anime check it out Absolutely. so this is a manga called record of ragnarok i bought the whole thing in one go. there's It's an ongoing thing. But Record of Ragnarok is basically a story. It's, it's basically a tournament arc, and that's the whole manga. It's all fighting, and it's awesome. It's gods versus humanity. So this is Lubu, and this is Thor. Um, and they just fight Lubu. to the... Lubu. <laughs> yeah, they, they just fight to the death. Hold on. And here's Zeus versus Adam, you know, from Adam and Eve. Um, Let's see. This is uh, Kojiro, which is like a... Uh, if you if you know the legend of the the, the swordsman who had the washing pool, the really really long sword, um, and then this guy's Poseidon. Anyway, it's super fun. Uh, it's kind of insane. It's kind of silly, but it's great. Um, the final one was uh, that I've seen so far is Heracles versus uh, Jack the Ripper. Um, oh wow, nice! It's <laughs> it's crazy and it's it's a ton of fun. Uh, it was highly highly recommended to me, and uh, I see why. I read this whole thing in two days um i just i just ate this up, and I will be buying it uh, every new volume that comes out that's translated so uh record of Ragnarok dumb but rad as hell yeah. that sounds good yeah it, it, I,
1: it uh, is uh is is Achilles in there
0: um they have they have a list of all of the the combatants achilles. I don't know if Achilles is, is in here but um some of the combatants that I'm looking forward to seeing how they fight there's uh, Nostradamus and Rasputin are both oh, wow, in here yeah. um and what then a celebrity death match and then there's also like you know the, the ones that you would expect like uh there's Shiva on the god side there's um Odin um yeah you know all that all that good stuff so I'm looking I'm looking nice. forward to it it's going to be cool um yeah. uh so yeah good good manga um
2: that's wild good good turn ter- um, turn
0: your brain off material just kind of like watch them beat each other up
2: yeah yeah i uh actually sort of on that note uh mm-hmm. i've been wa- i've been watching like way more anime than i normally do recently um some like some of the seasonal stuff uh specifically there's one that i just finished yesterday called hell's paradise oh um which is I know, I know this quite good, um, yeah. It's about this like this shinobi who has trained so hard that he's like kind of unkillable, but he also he gets exiled from his uh, thing, uh, from his village, and ends up getting arrested and has the chance to get a pardon from uh, the what's the word for it the guy the like war sho- general shogun uh, the shogun yeah. He he gets the opportunity to get a, a royal pardon from the shogun, so that he can go and live his life with his with his wife in peace. Uh, but to do so, he has to find like a fabled elixir of immortality on this island where uh, just things turn you into flowers. Essentially, I'm like way downplaying it. It's really cool. It's really well animated. There's
0: a lot of like fighting and shit. Like,
2: oh yeah, it's yeah. like very violent. Yeah,
0: like that's why I'm like. <laughs> I know this, uh, this is what I'm familiar, I'm, I haven't watched the whole thing. I've only watched a little bit of it, but um, it was one of another one of those shows that was recommended to me that were like, oh, it's, it's awesome, you'd, you'd like it. And I'm like, all right, let's give it a shot. And I'm like, no, this is cool. I dig it. Yeah. That, yeah.
2: that, one's, uh, that one's highly recommended. Um, I've been watching, uh, as it comes out, ZOM 100, uh, which is a really dumb, <laughs> but very fun show uh also and I've been keeping up with uh the new season of Jujutsu Kaisen um right. which is absolutely incredible uh I, I need loved to watch it before that. and I love it even more now
0: <laughs> I need to watch th- so Robin and I watched all of well so I watched all of J- Jujutsu Kaisen season one and I was like this is great and then I convinced my partner Robin to watch it with me and then she also liked it um but we still so I've, I've seen the first season twice we still need to watch Zero the movie um and then we need to watch this because I think season two is a prequel right uh
2: of season, season one season two yeah season two the first as far as i know the first half of it is a prequel yeah um it happens like before um zero because zero is also a prequel to what we've seen in season one um but season two the first half of it is a prequel to the prequel that is the movie right yeah yeah um yeah it's it's a lot of sort of backwards world building and storytelling but it's It's so good. Um, I'm a big fan and I'm really enjoying it.
0: The animation for season one was like awesome. So I'm very much looking forward to finally getting around to it. Robin and I like have a bad habit of starting a show and then like we didn't finish it. So for example, we were watching the new the last season of Mob Psycho One hundred, which is also an amazing, amazing show. We we never finished it. We we have like two episodes to go, so we need to like just get the time to just knock out the last couple episodes of Mob Psycho. Before we start something like Jujutsu Kaisen, um, or even like Demon Slayer, because we have been keeping up with Demon Slayer, but Mm. I like Jujutsu Kaisen a lot more. It's it's a cool show. Yeah,
2: um, Jujutsu Kaisen is it's so good. Uh, uh, the The only thing is, and I know that like binge watching is like actually overall bad for your enjoyment of a show, but God, I I want to just watch the entire season. Um, making me wait for (laughs) it is painful, but it's it's a good pain. It's worth it.
0: (laughs) oh my god, Jujutsu Kaisen is, is such a like funny show too so sometimes. It's like awesome and it's also kind of funny. One of the standout episodes of season one where it's like uh, Gojo is training the main dude and um, he's forcing him to watch movies and to like yeah. not react to them and then one of the movies is like Lord of the Rings and there's like an anime Frodo and anime like Sam and um, I'm like they actually did it! It's just like actually Lord of the Rings. It's not like, like knockoff Lord of the Rings. No, it's like trying to be, I don't know. It's, it's a funny show. Um, yeah, it's cool. Uh, yeah, I love it. Here's a, here's a, before we leave, here's a tiny little bit of deep lore for my YouTube channel. My channel avatar, the, my red zone rogue avatar, uh, is drawn by an artist who is known for like Jujutsu Kaisen, um, style, like art. And, uh, so my avatar kind of looks like a Jujutsu Kaisen character. um, so that's metal. That's yeah, mad. yeah. So that's a little bit of a little bit of that. Anyway,
2: that's that's it. Yeah. Um, Flesh yeah, and bloods. Anyway. Flesh and bloods.
0: An anime. You like an anime too?
2: Flesh and bloods. An anime. <laughs> that uh, That helps wrap this all together and make it seem like I I wasn't just rambling on about shows that I've been watching. A- um But uh, but yeah. Anyway, I think that'll just about do it for this episode of the Living Legends podcast uh so to sign us off uh, i have been bill from the spike feeders you can find me on x and other various social medias at bill tsf uh you can also find me on youtube at the spike feeders fab we do live edited gameplay content if that's something that interests you, you should definitely come check us out and i'll kick it over once again alphabetically to as where can the people find you my friend
1: yeah, absolutely. So uh, Go Again Gaming A Z on uh, on Twitter or whatever it is now, um and Go Again Gaming on YouTube. And uh if you're if you haven't seen it yet, uh when we're when you're listening to this or watching this back, the calling Birmingham Vlog will be up, so that'll be on Go Again Gaming YouTube channel. Um it is rated eighteen for excessively use of the F word. Um so um <laughs> for... go and have a look, it's a fun time.
0: For, <laughs> for... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep go go check it out go check it out um, and I'm Kel and you can find me at Red Zone Rogue everywhere um, I've been playing a lot of card games recently Th- right now is like a, an absolutely amazing time to be a TCG fan especially if you are into TCGs outside of the big three because I've been very very much enjoying uh, obviously Flesh and Blood but also uh, Grand Archive and Shadowverse in particular and um, just been having so much fun with them so if you want to hear me talk about card games in general, follow me on all the things. Yep, that's that's that. And also, uh, you will have heard it at the beginning of the episode, but uh, I want to give another shout out to our sponsor, the Banish Zone. Um, right. Yep. They're still. I think they're still working on getting all of their online stuff up and running. They're kind of focusing on their in-store activities. And speaking of which, they do have a uh, event coming up. As do you remember the um, the time for the yep. event here?
1: Yeah um so you, you would have heard it all at the start of the show so I'm doing I'm going to be doing a separate advert for that um which I'm going to send you directly after this once, once I've done it um but yeah it's the tw- uh, the 12th of August 1pm uh, till 8pm and it's the skirmish uh, skirmish event so uh, once again, you would have you would have heard this already, but the prizes you've got two times Genesis Cold Foil, which are one awarded to the winner and one's uh, awarded at random. You've got 33 times Herald of Tenacity Extended Art Rainbow 4, which is given out as a participation. Uh, you've got two times Flickertrick Playmats, uh, one each is awarded to first and second place finishers. You've Got a case of Dust Till Dawn uh, with one box going to the winner, one box going to second place, half a box uh, to third and fourth, and a quarter of a box going to five till eight, uh, five to eighth place. Uh, so, loads of prizes being handed out. And then you got a one case of uh, Dust Till Dawn random drawing uh, for uh, one box, four half a box, and four quarters of a box. So, just random drawings for packs there. Um, but um, But yeah, just get along to it. They're giving away loads of prizes. And uh, yeah, they're a great sponsor of the channel. Thanks for continuing to work with us. And uh, yeah, they're sort of uh, East Coast USA. Um, Pennsylvania, I believe.
2: Yeah, Yeah. Um, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, Yeah, huge shout out to our sponsor, uh, as mentioned. Uh, Huge shout out to you, the viewer, for hanging out with us for another fantastic episode. Um, What do you think? about bright lights uh leave a comment down below if you are excited for bright lights or if this is going to be another set that uh like dusk till Dawn, you might not be as excited about if you play a different hero and if you do who do you play who do you want to see uh, a bright light style set about uh coming up in the future um yeah. anyway with that being said uh once again thank you so much for joining us uh stay well and stay safe and we will catch you all in the next episode Bye bye
0: Oh, I'm blinded by the light.
2: <laughs> no, but, 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 but. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>